does the 2020 pandemic and running a business have in common? Stay tuned for more information on this. Welcome to the Fierce Entrepreneurs Podcast. Are you a business owner looking for inspiration and ideas on how to grow your business and becoming a better business owner? You're in the right place. Welcome. And now your hostess, Lynette Embry. Hey, welcome back to the Fierce Entrepreneurs Podcast. So I want to share a little bit with you about how this Fierce Entrepreneurs Podcast came into being. In June of 2020, I decided to take a course with who is now someone who has now become a friend of mine in Florida on how to do a podcast. And before that, I thought, what the heck? Who am I to do this podcast? And I know I've talked about this before on this podcast. But through this, not only did I learn how to do a podcast, I also learned a lot more about business. And here's how. So most business people are very, very good at their crafts, excellent at their crafts, whether they're an accountant or an electrician or a plumber or whatever the case may be. They're very good at their craft. But that doesn't always mean that they're good at running a business. And I like to think that because I was a business major in college, have a bachelor's and a master's in business administration, that I knew something about running a business. Well, that's not true. I didn't. What I did was, in college, I learned about business and how things work in a business, such as accounting and finance and marketing. And even though my degree has been almost 30 years ago, I still know a little bit about some of those things, but I didn't know how to run a business. So imagine my surprise when 20 years ago in March, I decided to start my own business and I thought, eh, I got this, right? Like, no big deal. Anybody can run a business. Well, I was wrong and I freely admit that I was wrong and I'm a-okay with that because I've learned a heck of a lot about running a business in the last 20 years. And I've spent the last 14 years helping other business owners run their business. But here's what I want to tell you about how this podcast and how the Fierce Entrepreneurs program came into being. Back during the pandemic in 2020, I had to make some decisions as a business owner for another business that I own. And I, it, I wasn't good at making those decisions. And I, I will tell you that because I will tell you I'm imperfect and I have a lot of room to grow and I'm really a-okay with all of that. So I started thinking about how to be a business owner who stands up for themselves, who doesn't let clients or customers walk all over them, who doesn't tolerate certain things. And, and out of that came this dream of this Fierce Entrepreneurs Program. And I chose the word fierce for a reason. So one, it's an acronym. But two, when you think about fierce, you think about unrelenting and not backing down and pushing forward and moving forward against all obstacles. And that's what this program is all about. It's about becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a business owner that's willing to be almost like George Washington in crossing the Delaware. Let's go. It was very foggy crossing that river and yet they made it to the other side and sometimes in our businesses we have moments of fog 
where we don't know how we're going to get to the other side, but we keep moving forward. And that's what this Fierce Entrepreneurs Program is all about. So this past week, I gave a presentation on my program, and here's what it comes down to. The word FIERCE is an acronym, and the F stands for FOCUSED. In business, we must be focused. But do we become too focused at times? I think we do. I think sometimes we put our heads down and we plow on through and we just keep going. And sometimes that's not in our best interest. Sometimes we have to take a break. All the books that I've read on time management and energy management tell me that after so long, we can only endure what the derriere can endure. Like that's, just, that's, that's the scope of our attention span. So we have to, to give ourselves a break. And oftentimes, what I have found is when I give myself a break because I'm so focused on working on this one particular thing, I find that something else comes to me. Some issue, some problem, some challenge that I've had becomes much more clearer when I've given myself this break. So that's focus. Do we have to be focused all of the time? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it neutral? Like what, how does being focused help us in our business? The I stands for inspired or inspiring. So this is the story that I told, true story, during my presentation. 14 years ago in May, I had, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I've told you this before. I had major surgery and I had six rounds of chemotherapy afterwards. And I very distinctly remember that after my first chemotherapy session, I was having a conversation with my dad, and I said, I don't know if I can do any more of these. I just don't know if I have it in me. And his response surprised me. He actually said to me, Lynette, you don't have to. Nobody says you have to. This is your decision. If you don't want to, then you don't. If the doctors say this is you know, what will help save your life, or this will give you X number of more years, or whatever the case may be. He said, you can take that into consideration, but that doesn't mean you have to do it. You have to do what is right for you. And it was after that conversation that I remembered reading a passage in Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, called something to the effect of 99% is a bitch and 100% is a cinch. And here's, here's what that's about. Anytime we are 99% sure of something, we have that 1% of doubt. There is always that 1% of doubt. When we are 100% absolutely convinced or have absolute conviction about something, there is no doubt. And we know what we have to do, and we move forward. And so it was at that particular moment in time when I'm having this conversation with my dad about, I don't know if I want to do any more chemotherapy, that he says to me, you don't have to. And the more clearer I got about that, then I knew that I was going to, to finish. I was going to continue. And I did. And so on the Wednesday mornings when my husband and I would have to get up early and drive to Baltimore to Johns Hopkins for my treatments, there was never a doubt as to whether I was going. It was, here we go. Let's go do this. And we started 
to make it a little bit more fun, if there is such a thing, after the first treatment, we started saying, hey, we can count the remaining number of treatments on one hand. And then after the second treatment was, hey, we can count the next, the remaining number of treatments on our fingers. And then it was, hey, we're halfway done. And then it was, hey, there's two left. And then there was, hey, there's only one left. And it was such an awesome feeling having someone with me who could take this and take something that was serious and we could could make some enjoyment out of, out of it, if you will. So that's the I. But here's more about the I, the inspired part. I remember very distinctly going to a little um, town carnival type thing, little town yard party. And when I went through treatment, I lost all of my hair and I didn't wear a wig. It, it wasn't important to me. And so I didn't. And I remember standing in line to get something to eat at this little town fair, town carnival. And I thought this lady wanted to pass in front of me. And so I backed up a little bit so she could get by me and she stopped and she said, no, I don't want to get through. She said, I came up to tell you that bald is beautiful. And she said, my daughter went through treatment and she didn't wear a wig either. And I just want you to know that bald is beautiful. And I thought, wow, like that's pretty awesome that some stranger would come up to me and say those words to me. And then as I went on, I would hear people say, wow, you're so inspiring. I love your energy. I love how you just keep on working. I love that you've learned to set better boundaries for yourself. I love these things. You are so inspiring to me. And yet I didn't see myself as inspiring necessarily. I just knew that I had to do what I had to do to get through this phase of my life. And so it's often those times when we don't think much about it that other people look at us and say, thank you. Thank you for being inspiring. And the last point on this inspiring and inspired piece in the word fierce is this. We often as employers hire people because they know how to do their jobs. They do their jobs really well. And we hire them for that very reason. And then they come to work for us or with us. And suddenly we start telling them, no, no, you have to do it this way. No, no, this is the way we do it. No, I need you to think inside of the box, not outside of the box. And it makes me wonder, why do we do that? Why do we want to hire the best talent and the best person for this job? And then suddenly start telling them, no, no, you need to do your job this other way because I'm not comfortable with the way you're doing it. Why do we hire these people and then tell them to turn off their creativity or to not be inspiring? So if you're a business owner listening to this, I really would recommend that you take a look at that. What are those messages, whether they're verbal or they're not? Think about the messages you send your employees. Are you asking them to conform or are you giving them full authority to do what they need to do to get the job done and letting them think outside of the box? So that's the I. The first D stands for empowered. Many business owners think that they don't have a choice when it comes to certain things. Oh, I have to charge the lowest price. Oh, I have to be available to my clients 24-7. Oh, I have to, I have to, I have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's your business, and you run it the way that you think is best. That 
is empowerment. We don't need somebody else to tell us how to run our business. And goodness knows I've had a lot of people try to tell me how to run my business. And, you know, and maybe there's something I can learn from that. And I'm okay with that. I take what they have to say. Sometimes I take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes I think about it a little more and say, hey, that's a really good idea. I think I might do that. And that's what I do. So empowerment is standing up for yourself. If you are not comfortable with something, don't do it. If you are not comfortable discounting your prices, don't do it. If you're not comfortable with whatever it is, don't do it. You have the right to stand up for yourself. It's just that in business as it is in personal, right? We wouldn't let someone continue to tell us over and over and over again, Lynette, you're stupid. Lynette, you stink. Lynette, you don't know anything. Lynette, whatever, right? We wouldn't continue to do that. We would start to say, well, whoa, 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 hold on just a minute here. I am not stupid. I do know some things. I do know what I'm doing. That is empowerment. And the more we do that, the more self-confidence we gain, the more we start to feel better about ourselves. And it's the same in business. If there's someone who doesn't want to pay your prices as a business owner, then they're not your client. I don't know about you, but I've learned over the years that it's not about price for me anymore. It is not about price. I am much more willing to pay a higher ticket item or to buy a higher ticket item or to pay a little more because ultimately those people that I'm doing business with, it's all about relationships. That's what it's about. It's about relationships, and that's a different podcast. We'll get into that one another day. But I'm willing to pay a little more because that person has said, here's my price. If you want it, here it is. If you don't want it, okay. No hard feelings, right? No harm, no foul. That's empowerment. It's knowing who you are and standing up for yourself regardless of whether it's business, whether it's life, whatever it might be. It's the courage to say, no, I won't, I won't do that. I won't bow down. That's what empowerment is about. The C stands for courage. It takes a whole lot of courage to do these things, right? And yet some people say, oh, I'm not courageous. Yes, you are. Every single day that you get up and you turn that open sign on your door or you flip on the, the, turn on the open light sign or you open your laptop or answer the phone, that's being courageous. You don't have to do that. You won't have any business afterwards, but you don't have to do that. It's about being courageous and courageous is a muscle. We build it over time, just like empowerment. We build these things over time. So what have you done lately that's courageous? One of the things that I did recently was I had a conversation with someone and I said, no, I'm not doing that. And it it took a lot of courage and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this person isn't going to like me anymore. They're not going to do business with me anymore. Whatever the scenario was, however it played out. But I needed to take a stand and that was courageous. And I do it a little more, and I do it a little more, and I do it a little more, and I learn. And I build that muscle. The R stands for resilient. 
We all have to be resilient. Things don't always go our way. They don't. And that's okay. But when they don't go our way, what are we learning from this? That's where the resilience piece comes in. It's what do we learn? What are we learning when things don't go our way? What are we learning when things do go our way? Let's ask a different question, but with the same topic. What are we learning? How do we learn to bend? So in this presentation that I gave, I made it very clear. I used to be a very black or white thinker. It was a yes or no, black or white, night or day. That's how I thought. And a good friend of mine who's a photographer said to me, well, Lynette, you know, there's 256 shades of gray. And I went, oh, really? I had no idea. I take her word for it. She's a photographer. And so I've learned to bend. And I've learned to say, okay, well, maybe I don't agree with that approach or maybe I don't agree with how you've handled that or I don't agree. But let me think about that and let me see how I can incorporate that or let me see how maybe it could be done differently. So I've learned to bend and I've learned to bounce back. And that's what being resilient is about. It's about bouncing back even in the face of adversity. It's about bouncing back. And the final E is effective. You know, so many of us think, okay, well, I've got all of these emails to answer and all of these phone calls to return. And yet, what's the one thing, and we've talked about this before, that will move your business forward? What's the most effective use of your time? Is it responding to these emails and answering these phone calls? Yes, sometimes those are very important and will move your business forward. And sometimes it's learning to turn the ringer off on your phone and shut Outlook or whatever mail email service you use on your computer and saying, I need to get to work. I need to get this program finished. I need to market this program. I need to, I need to, I need to. What is the most effective use of your time? How can you be the most effective in running your business? That's what the word FIERCE stands for. Those are, the, that, those are the words that I came up with in this acronym. I'm sure you can think of many other words that you could use in this same program with the word FIERCE. But it's not the bold entrepreneurs program. And it's not the assertive entrepreneurs program. It's the FIERCE entrepreneurs program. Because there has to be some meat in there. There has to be a take charge attitude. This is your business. Don't let someone else run it for you. This is your business. If you didn't know what you were doing, I don't think you'd be in business. But you obviously have a craft that you have honed really, really well. You do know what you're doing or you wouldn't have taken the risk and gone out and started this business. And so how can you take what you know and become a better business owner? That's what I learned during the 2020 pandemic year, was how can I take what I know and how can I be a better business owner and how can I help other business people become better business owners? That's, that's the crux right there of this Fierce Entrepreneurs Program. It's taking what you know and making it better. And if you don't want to make it better, that's okay. No harm, no foul, once again. If you're comfortable with where you are, then stay there. But here's what I know. If you're not growing, you're dying. There's no neutral here. 
If we're not moving our businesses forward, then we're dying. So what are you doing to move your business forward? And how might I be able to help you with that? Is it through doing some individual coaching maybe? Is it through my Fierce Entrepreneurs program? How is it that you want to move your business forward? And maybe it's not me to help you, and I'm okay with that. You have to choose the person that you think is best to help you move your business forward. That person who is your tribe. And maybe I'm not that person. And I'm okay with that. Because here's what I learned about myself during 2020. I learned that I need to be true to myself. That's it. That's what I learned. I need to be true to myself. So if I'm not true to myself, then why bother? Here's who I am. Here's what I stand for. And that's, that's the crux of it right there. Here's who I am and here's what I stand for. And it's not for everyone. It's not. I just had a conversation a couple of days ago with a very, very good friend of mine. And I said, you know, I think maybe I've hurt myself. And she's like, oh, no, uh uh-uh. No, 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 no. No. She said, you are amazing and you need to own it. And so that's what I'm going to say to you today. You are amazing and you need to own it. And if you're not ready to own it yet, then reach out to me and let me own it for you until you start to own it. Let me believe in you as you start to believe in yourself. Because I know that you are amazing and you do need to own it. I didn't say you needed to brag about it. I didn't say you needed to be arrogant about it. I said you need to own it. And there's a way to do that without being a braggart without being arrogant about it. There's a way to own your amazing self. So let's get that ball rolling. Hey, if you want to learn more about my Fierce Entrepreneurs program, it's a twice monthly program. It's six months. The first meeting of the month, whether it's the first or second week of the month, is content. And we go over each of these letters, one per month, And we talk about what does focused mean to you? What does inspired or inspiring mean to you? And how can you incorporate that into your business? And the second meeting of the month, whether it's the third or the fourth week, is about a mastermind group. It's about accountability. How did you do this these last two weeks in implementing this into your business? It's a six-month program. It'll continue on afterwards for those who want the accountability piece. But that's what this Fierce Entrepreneurs Program is about. If that's something that is of interest to you, please feel free to reach out. Contact at fierceentrepreneurs.com. That's contact at fierceentrepreneurs.com. Feel free to drop me a line. Let me know how I can help you. I'm here to help you be a better business owner. I'm here to help you be your amazing self. So feel free to send me an email. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Let me know if it touched you in any way. And if it has, feel free to share it with others because they need to know their own amazing selves and they need to embrace that. Again, my email address is contact at fierceentrepreneurs.com. You can find us in Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. I hope that you will consider subscribing and sharing this with your friends. And hey, by the way, 
If you're looking for some great audio video production, you need to look no further than Rick at RCO Productions. He does this podcast for me every single week and he does an amazing job of it and I'm very blessed to have him. So if you need audio video production, please feel free to reach out at rick at rcoproductions.com. That's rick at rcoproductions.com. And if I have the wrong email address, I'm sure he'll correct it. Go to rcoproductions.com. But feel free to reach out to him. He does an amazing work. So, hey, thanks for listening. I'm glad you were here with me today. And uh, I look forward to seeing you or actually uh, talking to you again next week. Hey, everybody. Take care. Talk soon. Fierce Entrepreneurs is produced by RCO Productions. For more information on audio and video projects, including professionally produced podcasts, visit the RCO Productions website at www.rcoproductions.com or email info at rcoproductions.com.